This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. So all I got. Lemonade is a dollar. Make it work, I'm thirsty. Lemonade is a dollar. I ain't got no dollar. Shit, it's hot as hell out here. All the money I done spent up on this place? Some more bullshit. Lemonade is a dollar. Welcome, listeners. This is Sound Only. I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Micah Peters. We're your Sound Only co-hosts here to record our deepest, darkest thoughts about the 21st century and the millennial lifestyle and Sony's rollout of the PlayStation 5. I mean, rollout is... It's the rollout of the rollout, first of all. It's the rollout of the rollout. It's, it's like it's it's basically we got the we have the 30 second teaser trailer during like, you know, Super Bowl halftime before the minute and 49 minute long first look during week one of Monday Night Football or sorry, that's backwards. But you know what I'm trying to say? It's like we don't even have anything yet. The warning sign for all this is is when the trend happened in music of people leaking the track lists for an album that hadn't even been made yet. This is what this is like. Pre-order status. Last week, okay, Sony announced the price and the launch date for the PlayStation 5. $500 for the standard console. You can get one without a disk drive. It's all digital for $400. It's launching on November 12th, okay? There's a new Xbox this year. How much does it cost? I don't give a shit. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> they call it the Xbox because that's my Xbox, okay? I feel that it is important to, um, you know, as a point of disclosure, let our listeners know that we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> we don't care about the Xbox. We are talking strictly about the PS5 today. Um, you know, we're not talking about Halo. I don't care. You know, there was a time, for, there was a season in my life and that season is over, you know. When was that again, season, actually? It was 360, it was, right? Like, what'd you say? It was 360, what was it? Xbox 360, is that? 
Mm, yes, actually, it was Xbox 360. That was like, you know, I <clears throat> believe I told you offline in confidence, but now you're trying to pull it out of me that I was standing in line for Gears of War at GameStop with one of the homies. That was our thing, you know, whatever. Um, but now it is, it is since the PS3, I mean, really since the PS4, it has been PS PlayStation ever since. Yeah. Yeah. We off that old shit. This is the, yeah, ain't no shit. back in the day. <laughs> the PS5 cost five hundred dollars. They the old days. <laughs> the PS5 cost five hundred dollars. Is launching November twelfth, and surprise, contrary to what Sony told everybody, the pre-orders for the PlayStation Five went live across various online retailers. So GameStop, Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Amazon on Thursday. And it was a disaster. Why was it a disaster? Let's talk. What, what was so bad? What happened? Right? What was so disastrous about it? Well, so, uh, it was more or less like uh, every like a ritual thing amongst people on inter- amongst internet denizens, internet dwellers is like waking up early on Saturday and just chewing down on the leather strap of disappointment of missing out on whatever sneakers you wanted on the sneakers app. Everybody's just kind of like, damn, I didn't get these off-white, whatever the, whatever they are, the metallic platinum, uh, neutral gray, low ones or whatever, whatever it is, everybody's talking about it for about an hour and a half before the sports start on Saturday morning. And that's more or less what the, like, like, various social media has been like for the last couple of days a week or so yeah Um, yes it's just a bunch of people being like i had this thing in my cart and then i couldn't buy it i literally could not spend money at this online retailer i'm just trying to get this game box and um i'm being thwarted at every turn Wait, can I ask you a question about the sneakers app? Because I, I downloaded the app once. Cause probably because I wanted some Virgil Ablo bullshit. I don't even remember what it was. You know what it was? It was like some blue and white. I, I don't remember what it was. It was when I worked at Complex. You know, it was it was on brand for me at the time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I felt like the whole premise of Rome. the sneakers app felt disrespectful. Like, cause don't they isn't the whole idea with the sneakers economy, right? That it's limited supply. Like that's that's the design of stuff, right? It's like Yes, 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 yes. It plays on the exclusivity. There's such things as sneaker passes, which are bestowed randomly and, you know, kind of like a distant father who is arbitrary in his reward and punishment. That's what the sneakers app right. is like. <laughs> that is, there's, there's, there's basically, I, I don't think I've ever actually had a successful sneakers app purchase. Not that I've like, and I, you know what? No, I was about to say that I haven't really tried, but God damn it. I did for a while and it never worked out. Right. But here's the thing. PlayStation five, not supposed to feel like that. They're, like, Exactly. I, my impression is that they did they just make 150 PlayStation 5s and it's just like good luck. <laughs> it's a limited I mean, run. It's console. like the like the PlayStation 5 pre-orders sold out like Virgil Abloh's Nike the 10 collection, sold out like Supreme in the early 2010s, sold out like Jordans have forever. Like it's 
like there was hype behind it. And now it's just kind of like there's a drought of them. Yes, it feels like there are only maybe like 150 of them made. And it's dumb because this is not like... <sighs> yeah, it, there used to be a sort of feeling of exclusivity to it because like not everybody on... Like everybody that you knew coming up had a PS2 or PS1 or whatever the hell it was. But that was, you know... We got money now. That's not, that's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> and also, the thing is that it's just a... It's not... Like, everybody is... I would think that the goal is eventually for everyone to have one. You know? Is is the idea with, like, the sneakers app, though, that the stuff... Like, when we talk about something selling out, it's basically immediate, and it's sort of... Isn't there, like, a lottery element to it? Yeah. 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 It's like, it's... You will know within the first... Like, it's... There's only really like a half hour of uncertainty. And then you move on by the time that you are able to get breakfast. It wasn't even a half hour with this. Well, okay, here's the thing, though. So with the the PS5 rollout last week, Thursday, very sudden, unexpected, a bunch of different retailers. Oh, you mean how quickly they sell out? Sorry. That was like, yeah, it's like seconds. Yeah, seconds, actually, on the sneakers app. No, but that's the thing. It felt like the similar pace, right? Because it's like, and think about it. With with the PlayStation, they presumably made more than 150 of them. And also, it's various retailers, right? So you got Amazon, Best Buy, you know, GameStop, whatever. And um, it was like a rolling blackout. Because I remember it was like, (laughs) Walmart got the first, you know, announcement. We got pre-orders, sold out in seconds. Then Best Buy. Fuck Best Buy. <laughs> so I got suckered in the back. First oh, of all. Man, the text message you sent me. <laughs> you were so hurt. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're in Slack, right? Ringer video game Slack. Shouts out. Okay. We got a Slack, right? It's a bunch of us. We're gamers at the Ringer. Please make no mistake. We, we are not underrepresented. We are in full force oh. that, that day. We mobilize instantly. We, we're sharing links. You know what I mean? We're trying to support each other. Who is it that came in with the Best Buy link? They were cl- they came up, they came with that Best Buy link within milliseconds of it going live. I go straight to Best Buy. I'm on it. I have the thing in my cart. I'm, I'm filling. I've never, you know, I don't use fucking Best Buy. I don't go to Best Buy. I don't go to Best Buy. I don't order from Best Buy. Come on. <laughs> so I have to fill in the information. I fill in all the shipping information. Very all that Gucci stuff. Man. I don't Let's go to go. the store of you. <laughs> Listen, my PlayStation, you, my electronics, Italian import, okay, normally. <laughs> but I went to Best Buy this once. Uh, and you fill out all the information. You're in the cart. You're at checkout. It's like every other experience you've ever had where all oh, your things in your cart. You're just going through the formality of giving them the money. You know, if you just left it in there, they might release it. But you check it out. You check it out. You're in a store and you're checking out virtually. And I get to the, I'm hitting the button. I, they have my credit card. They're like, all right, you, re- you ready to buy this shit? It's, this is the address, right? I'm saying, yes, check out, let's go. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, hold up. No, but see, the way the way our <laughs> website is set up is, can you click uh, it again? You click it, it'll go through. See, no, you've already lost. You've already lost at that point because- 20 it's minutes like later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, but it's everyone always, had this experience. Because that's how it is. That's literally how it is. Anytime that you want to get any kind of, you know, piece of limited edition hype nonsense, like, you know, the Union Jordan 4 sneakers that 
you know, they ugly anyway. I didn't get them, but they ugly anyway. But whatever. But surely you read, <laughs> surely you read like Adam Smith, Jean-Jacques Rousseau. Surely you have some sense of the social contract. I mean, this is a failure of it. Yes. I, I mean, like you were trying to exchange money for goods and uh, it was a it was a failure of that transaction. I mean, like there was a breakdown. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. But that was yes, that was everybody that happened to me also at Walmart as it happened, because my experience on the flip side of that was that, like, you know, in addition to checking the Ringers video game Slack, I also had friends texting me stuff like, hey, yo, this link is going to go live in literally 17 minutes. I was on the phone with like a family member and this friend of mine. Well, I was going to ask like Obama? Who are you on yeah, the phone like, with who gave you a 17 minute heads no, up? No, 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 no. I was on the phone with somebody else and then this friend of mine sit, like tried to call me and then sent me a text message after being like, hey, don't ignore me. <laughs> this link is going live in 17 minutes. And then we both struck out. Like so, you I know mean, Martha. Like it's, you know Martha Stewart went to jail for that, right? Like that kind of insider trading. I, that, yeah, Listen, that's not. I was not doing that. It's gonna happen some kind of way, charity. I'm like, it's like I'm gonna. I'm it, like, it's. What I think happened with you? To, Where's your shit? Did you get what? it? No, I didn't get it. I'm just saying that, like, this is you yourself. Like, you made it like this. You said you said anything goes. Like offline. Let's let's just be let's be real about that. Yeah. Wait, anything? What are you talking about? I'm talking about, you're talking about like anything like in the race to getting a PS5 first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get one, get one oh, yeah. before you, bitch. It's going to, like, it's going to happen. <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. The, okay. So, Best Buy fucked everybody. Literally, one of the, the only, like, the only comfort I had after the betrayal of the Best Buy experience, right? Was that you could you could sort of go on Twitter search. You, you're sort of following all this stuff in real time. And you see everybody else having the exact experience. You see some people who successfully got it on Best Buy. But most people are like, I have this shit in my car on Best Buy. What is happening? What is the... I'm trying to give you money. Let's get it happening, Captain. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you have Best Buy basically broke the website. And then the greatest treachery of the whole night. And this is when it's getting dark. People are getting spooky on Twitter. You have... It is getting The hackers are coming out. The hackers are out. Neo from the Matrix is out. Keanu Reeves is flying around trying to get PlayStation 5s. And then I mean, like, everybody's, the, people, the people are in the latex gym suits crawling around in the computer at this point. Like, it's yes. like we are, we are hacking the mainframe. Yes. And at that point, because it was like Best Buy fucked up, Walmart sold out. GameStop sold out. So all you, ha everybody knew. Everybody was like, well, Amazon. Amazon. I guess it's Amazon. Amazon. All <laughs> Jeff <to> Amazon. Bezos, <laughs> let's go. We're going to tax you to death unless you give me a PlayStation 5. If you don't give me a PlayStation 5, we're sending Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to your home, Jeff Bezos. So we go to the, so I'm sitting there like, they're going to, they got to post this. They got to post the PlayStation 5. And then I see this link. And it's people being like, yo, there's this like really sketchy looking backdoor link to Amazon that it, it looks super unofficial. And what people are saying is if you click this link, it'll automatically put the PlayStation 5 in your cart for you. It bypasses the, the sort of normal like seller page because it's not live yet. But you clicked it and it looks it looked like 
there was a Nigerian prince oh, on the other exactly. end of it. Exactly. It, it looked like, you know, all right, hey, listen. Um, I just, if you just pay my airfare, that's what that, like, that's, I mean, it was just give your, in order for you to pay, in order for us to put the PS5 in your car, though, we're also going to need to know your blood type and also your, your passport book number. Yeah. And it's like you clicked it and it went to your cart and it showed like a photo. It looked like a real PlayStation, but you couldn't see the stuff you normally see on the page. So you were like, oh, is this like a third party thing? And then I'm going to do this. And then an hour from now, people are going to be tweeting about how they got scammed out of $500 on Amazon and they sent it to some third party seller, blah, blah, blah. But the link was real. But by the time I got the confidence, by the time I mounted up the confidence to hit click, same thing happened. They were like, we're sold out of this item. And then I just like, I don't know. And then I just hit this sort of existential skid. After Which, that. you know, is also like a dumb thing that happens with sneakers is that like people, of course, like will make bots to to to, to automatically buy the shoes as they as they are released at like seven o'clock and point oh 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 one sec. You know what I mean? Right. Like one of it's it, they they make a. Uh, they make scripts to do that for them. But then, like, they will post, you know, a product photo of the shoe and put it on eBay and be like, you know, order confirmation already. But, like, they don't actually have the shoe in hand and they've marked it up 200%. Like, th things like that should not be happening with a game console. Yeah, the markups are crazy. And it was also because I think with Best Buy and Amazon, for whatever reason, I don't even think they impose like an order limit. Like if you if you had successfully gotten through in the first milliseconds with that backdoor link, if you wanted to order 10 PlayStation 5s, I think you could on most of the the retailers. And that's, yeah, so like now you have this sort of black market of $1,000 PlayStation 5s. Which, man, listen, can I tell you, in high school, like, I used to sell bootleg copies of, like, Wayne and Jay albums, like, in the cafeteria. Like, I get it. Whoa. <laughs> We're going to dig into that later. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. People need lunch money. But I just feel disrespected by the Sony Corporation. Why do I even care this much? Like, I want to be clear <laughs> here. We're talking about pre-orders for a console with only a handful of exclusives. It, like the PS5 you know, is I, not. I mean, like it's there. There are there are maybe there. What are there? Four exclusive titles. Four exclusive, yeah. Four PS5 exclusive titles. There's a lot of cross gen stuff, and this and the cross gen stuff is the stuff that looked the most interesting in the showcase to me. Like Little Devil Within, uh, whatever the 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 God of War, uh you know, DLC slash post game, whatever that is supposed to be, where you finally get to fight Thor, thank God, Ragnarok. That looks awesome. And then, I mean, like, Deathloop looks fun, but, you know, that's good. just Portal. Uh, it's Portal slash Bioshock, mm, but I kind of, yeah. But, I mean, like, I still want to play it. Like, yeah. it was a very good commercial. Um, yeah, I want to play it more than I want to play Bioshock, i tell you that much. But, hello, however, hello, I will just say, that even then, the biggest game that's coming out in the next whatever months is still Cyberpunk. And you could play Cyberpunk on a PlayStation Four. So why? Right. Do I care? And I mean the the they led the they led the showcase with Spider Man Miles Morales, which you know will also be a cross gen game, and it just looks like a very good version of Spider Man 
which will also be coming out on PS5 on launch day, Spider-Man Remastered. And there's also like a lot of weird stuff going on with that where like nobody really, it's like right at the nexus in between like generations of consoles because they're upgrading the graphics of one of the games that is late in the generation of PS4 that has the, that exploits the graphics engines the most. And then like, you know, then you can also play it on the PS5 and have a marginally better time. I don't know. I think that's what we're going to talk about for the rest of this. Episode. We're going to talk about that razor edge between like the death of one console generation and the birth of a new elusive console generation. Yeah, you like that. Quiet Stone. Ooh la la. Da, 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 da. You love that shit. I'm from a place where fish was made. Is that from Hamilton? What the fuck was that? What was that? No. Wait, what was that? That was that Holla was... from like, Ghostface Killer. That, thank you. I was like, I knew yeah. the, the, the thing is, the way you did the voice, I was like, that's either Ghostface or it's the See me coming. Wow. <laughs> See me coming. Wow. <laughs> Either Ghostface or who the fly niggas when we walk through the party, pimp walk with a Mac strapped to a body. Here's the thing: I will never forgive you now for the fact that in my head there is an established <laughs> link between Ghostface and Lin Manuel Miranda. I mean, like, that you. is that is absolutely that sounds like you. your that sounds like your damn problem. That's what, <laughs> that's what that is. You Limited made is a dollar. You you made that that was a synaptical jump that you made all on your own there cousin hi this is jason concepcion of the ringer.com and the podcast the connect and binge mode as well as nba desktop here's what i think about the ps5 you know i'd love to buy one but it's been it's in this economy you know it's tough do i need a disk drive do i not need a disk drive is there some kind of sadistic pleasure that I that I uh, get out of moving files around and deciding which games to delete? Do I enjoy that? Would that be part of my uh, reasoning if I decide to get a digital only? How do I get it? Do I go to Best Buy? Do I go to Amazon? Do I go to Walmart? Do I go to a street corner somewhere and try and get one? This has been a slog trying to get one. That's what I'm trying to say. And I'm confused in my own head about which one I'm going to get. Um, and it's just a confusing time overall. But a good problem to have, I think. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, 
Visit JiffyLube.com. Okay, I know we said fuck Xbox. We can talk about Nintendo, right? Micah, <laughs> you never got a Switch. Am I, I never got a Switch. That is correct. I had a Switch. My Switch was stolen on Amtrak train uh, a year ago. Wow, RIP to your Switch. <laughs> people just, I mean, like, that's just cruel. There's, there's so little joy in the world, people. Just, well, actually, you know what? Which philosophy do you subscribe to? Was it more like you needed to tell yourself that there's so little joy in the world that, like, you know, just, you probably needed that, sure? Or was it just like, I need to go find somebody and, you know, maybe get very B-action movie about this? I mean, I subscribe to the social contract, but Best Buy fucked that up recently, so I don't know what I believe in. Uh, the funny thing is, like, Yo, what's the Liam Neeson movie where he's on the train? He's like on the Metro North. I forget. It is literally called Commuter. Commuter. I the thing so is that, that movie like, is I'm, great. It Commuter. is awful in the best is, way. Yes, yeah. Yeah, like it is It is awful in the best way. It's what we were talking about. FX movies slap. It is like it, it's, it shreds in the way that, you know, stuff that cuts to commercials about El Pollo Loco can, you know? Yes. And I will tell you that for a smooth hour on that train before I had to get off because it was just I was in Richmond. I was Liam Neeson in the commuter. I was just walking <laughs> up and down that goddamn train. I yeah. was learning everybody's life story, trying to find my Nintendo Switch. I'm not playing. I mean, like it should have been like somebody that was you were hoping that someone was dumb enough to be like actually playing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I had it in a pouch and the pouch was fashionable. We don't have to get in <laughs> Because I remember when I got that switch, like that was that. You know what I mean? Like I, I first. No, got I back, mean like I, I feel, I feel for you really though, because like that, that's that shit is very annoying. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, I first got back into gaming with the PlayStation Four, but I got the PlayStation Four like years after it came out, and then the Switch came out a few years ago, right? And I got that at launch. That shouts out to Jason Concepcion, by the way, because like that was. You know, the Nintendo Switch launch, the Switch is super popular. It has all the sort of cute viral games that people are tweeting about and writing columns about these days. I got it. You know, I, I wasn't really sweating it that much at launch. Jason Concepcion helped me sort of get a copy at the like the flagship Nintendo store in Manhattan. Right. And like that's sort of the closest I've come as an adult to sort of participating in or had, you know, had come as an adult to participating in that kind of console launch hype, you know, cycle. Yeah. But even the Switch was nothing compared to the, like, for whatever reason, the PS5, man, like, what's, what is the last console, like, before this, what's the last console which inspired you to put up with, like, this much launch day bullshit? Hmm. What year? How old were you? What were you wearing? Et cetera. I think it might have been like the last time that we put that I said we because it actually was we, but the last time that I was I participated in a Herculean effort to secure a a, a next gen console was probably when we scrapped together money for a PS3 freshman year of college. Like it was like uh like we were just by committee, we were like, we are getting this thing when it comes out. Um and then, I mean, like, the PS4, I kind of, like, bought at my leisure. But, like, we were just like, we're getting this new console so that we can play the, we can play FIFA on 
this trying to see Cristiano Ronaldo putting these, you know, 35-yard bangers in the upper 90 in, in crisp definition. Do you understand? Mm. And when you say scrap together money, like, is there statute of limitations involved or was it just, you know, like side jet? Like, what do you mean? What was the... See, the thing is that, like, we worried about getting the money together first and then, you know, we were trying to figure out the politics of it later. But the Mm. thing is that some kind of way I always managed to argue my way into, like taking the the game console with me <laughs> once the ah. once the erasure was over because uh, yeah, i mean I could... for real though like for i would be buying most of the games for it if i was if i was keeping it a stack true okay okay and even even ps3 era you were like fuck xbox have you ever had sympathy for the xbox game no you i mean it. like i really did like with xbox 360 i just really like the 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 social aspect of it like i like to i wanted to play video games with my friends online and they were mostly doing that on xbox 360s so i had one of those until such time as i no longer cared about that because i was going to college and then i just you know kept buying playstations all of my sort of launch year antics were just sort of vicarious through my mom like I was that <laughs> worsome kid you know what I mean like, for the Nintendo yeah. 64 the PlayStation and the PlayStation 2 it was just I was a nightmare it was, it was actually the the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation 2 were the two that might you know it was the Christmas like please 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 Black Friday oh oh if we're talking about all of that yeah Free I mean, like, I wore my mom down for the PS2. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Like it is. I, I mean, we're talking. I mean, like I made pie charts, charity. Like it was no, like I did. had a I had a presentation together. Like this is this is how much trouble I will stay out of if you just buy me this stupid video game console. And then they relented because like also, but not until like you know my cousin got one first, and they're just like, all right. Because then I was just like, because, you know, uh, he got the... And then they eventually had to cave. <laughs> Wait, but like, how old were you by PS2? Mm. Old enough that I had to be making the argument and then I had to also set money aside for it. There you go. Because that's the thing, right? It was sort of like that transitional period where it was sort of hounding mom for a console if only because like i couldn't at that point like drive and do all the you know the walmart bullshit but then having to make the case that like oh okay you know i'm gonna have a part-time job after a point in high school i'm gonna buy all the games you know but now i'm a grown man i'm a grown man and like i i think i actually like i was very like sorry because i mean like i want to specify before that like (laughs) they like only putting money aside because I was like, I was like 10, maybe 11. Like it was like putting money aside, like a dollar after yeah, like, nominally. You do a chore. Yeah. Nominally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was never going to make it there. Yeah. It's one of those things where you knew that your parent was evaluating you on the sense of like, well, at least he gave a good presentation. I guess I'll humor him. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah it's just like, like, all right, I'll help your broke ass out. But that's the thing. It's sort of like my mom made a big to, like to do too about you. You really putting me through hell asking for all this, you know, dumb gamer stuff, right? And so you always had that sense of how Black Friday worked as a kid, but you didn't really have to do all the work that like a parent does. Exactly. 
And then it's like you think that, oh, well, all that is like obsolete now, right? Because online retailers, woo woo. But no, I'm, I'm, and yet I am too old for this shit. I don't, what am I <laughs> doing? I have a kid. What? I, I could not deal with this. And I just sat on Twitter to refresh links from bootleggers. The thing is that I also remember that our colleague Shay Serrano used to have, like, he used to tweet about like having his sons like draw pictures and put them in a quote unquote magic drawer, like, and then like you know the toy would appear like afterward. The thing is that I'm gonna do the same thing to my kid, and then I'm gonna just keep sitting back like, nah, you didn't get the heat vents right. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah, because I was gonna say, do. does Shay do that sincerely, or does he do it as a way to troll? Because I can imagine both as Shay. I, I I I really don't. I can't. Rem- I just remember that specifically, like, and not whether or not it continued. But I I remember that I was going to steal that idea. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna troll my kids with that idea if I do that, though. For sure. Like, oh. I think it's gonna be like, nope. The directional stick is uh, it's, it's not. I mean, you didn't get the it's design not right. enough. Yeah, you didn't get no. the design right. Yeah, it doesn't look futuristic. Like like it looks in the pictures. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. So our colleague Ben Lindbergh, right, former co-host, uh, along with Jason Concepcion of Achievement Oriented. Uh, ben is writing about the new documentary Console Wars, which is based on the book Console Wars. Have you read the book, Micah? No, I have not actually. So Console Wars is this. It's this reported account of the old Nintendo versus Sega rivalry. Um, just sort of the commercial aspects of it, sort of, you know, the sub-rivalries like Sonic versus Mario. And then toward the end of the book, there's, you know, the sort of emergence of Sony in the mix, you know, with Nintendo versus Sega versus Sony. And, you know, obviously Sega doesn't make consoles anymore. They're a game publisher. They, you know, they put out stuff like Persona. And then in some sense, you know, Microsoft obviously makes the Xbox, right? It kind of replaced Sega in terms of the competitive environment for consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like since the Xbox 360, Microsoft hasn't quite, it's not like a, it's not a fair fight, basically. Like the PlayStation is sort of the dominant home console. Nintendo, so you're saying that like it feels more or less like how it's settled. Yeah, it's like it's it's like Nike versus Adidas. Like it, Adidas is like trying to develop themselves as a lifestyle brand, but Nike is worth ninety billion dollars or whatever. Yes, they just yeah. have a larger market share. And Xbox can't even release a Halo game. Mm, sucks to be them. Uh, but you know, and it, Nintendo again. It's like it, arguably Nintendo is actually Adidas or something adjacent in this comparison, right? But mm-hmm. even then, Nintendo feels like it's successful entirely on its own terms. It's like off in the corner doing Nintendo things with the Nintendo Switch. Um, And honestly, like, I just remember being a kid and buying into the whole competitive dynamic, certainly, because I was... um, Really? You know, like, the Nintendo 64 versus the original PlayStation. Because first of all, I never gave a shit about the Sega consoles. I never gave a shit about the Genesis. And even through the end, the Dreamcast. I just never... The Dreamcast looked like a machine that some kid in your class drew. Like, I was just like, this is not real. It looks like it's made out of plastic. It looks like it's, you know what I mean? You are trying to play virtual fighter. The, the, the dream dreamcast looked like an empty box, <laughs> like a prank, even though it had resident evil four, which is like the, you know, I have feelings about resident evil four, but otherwise I was not trying to play virtual fighter. 
Hmm. But I feel or, like no, all of sorry, that. I was dead or alive. That was what it was. Oh, was dear. Like. Yeah, Listen, it was dead or, well, dead or alive. That was what I was looking for. You nasty. You playing dead or alive. Anyway. No, I'm wait. kidding. I'm kidding. Dead or was alive. That, is, was, yeah. is that the. Is, wait. No. Because there's one that is just like Tekken with smoother edges. And then there's one that is like, you know, needless, like distractingly horny with like. That is There's, Dead or Alive. Beach that's Volleyball. Dead or alive? Yes. Okay. That's, wait, but no, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball was a separate thing from like it the regular It was, but I'm just game, saying right? the whole vibe of it. I'm saying this is somebody who owns Dead or Alive 6. It was greatly disappointed by that game in terms of its functionality and <laughs> network <laughs> oh, capabilities. I, like, the thing is that like I remember buying it thinking that it was going to be like the same sort of like, you know, FIFA... Uh, pro Evo soccer, same difference. Like, if you really like the the fighting aspect of the yeah. game, then like you'll buy this one. And if you like the licensing, then you buy this one. Like the character models were cooler in Tekken. Maybe the fighting was better in this. And I don't really remember that being the case. I just remember having a good time with the actual fighting game. Yes. Yeah. Dead or Alive has some problems in its current iteration. But all this is to say that I emerged from my my childhood, I emerged from college with the sense after like after the 360, 360 versus PS3, that was a fair fight. And everything after that feels kind of like the console wars are settled. And, you know, I don't like I feel like that competitive dynamic among Sony, Nintendo, Sega, Microsoft, that was almost the entire rationale for like launch day console hype. You know what I mean? Apart from launch titles, it's either launch titles or it's the fact that you're some like partisan in a in a pointless fight between Xbox, you know, Xbox gamers and PlayStation gamers. And then we ain't even got to talk about PC gamers because that's a whole different. Although I am a PC gamer, so you know. But, but I don't know. I feel like, do people even? Is that even like a motivating factor anymore? Like I saw some sniping among the people, you know, who were trying to pre-order a PlayStation. I saw some some people on the sidelines like, well, mm, look at the Xbox rollout. It's much, much cleaner and smoother and consumer friendly. You know what? Mm. I don't like people are still doing that. Really? Like I. I But I think I think certain people are sort of also saying like. Yo, who cares? Like, buy both of them if you're rich. Everybody oh, yeah, yeah, rich yeah. It's just like more or less like this is it's 2020 and like, yeah. you know, you don't need to look at the reliability rating on the car. Like everything's confidently made. Like, yeah, the I, yeah, there was like a little bit of that. But like, it's like kick cereal of, of video game consoles. It's just like, this is cool. But you know what I really want <laughs> is that seems to be the prevailing sentiment amongst people online as far as like the PS5 or the Xbox. Yeah. But what are the quality? Because that's the thing. So for instance, when you were talking about the Xbox 360, right? You were talking about wanting to play with your friends. And I, I know that yeah. in like Ringer Slack when we talk about console stuff, like I remember I was sort of making jokes about Xbox once and I forget who it was, but they were saying that like, yo, honestly, like it really is a sort of scale thing. Like if, if you're the kind of person who has a lot of friends who have one console versus the other, you're going to want to get that console. Cause it may, it just, you know, it makes things, it smooths things out. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, I guess that it feels like that has become way more important than just the sort of like, I don't know for me, the PlayStation, like I never really liked 
playing online with people. Like I never like sort of networked multiplayer stuff. Uh, and the thing to me with the PlayStation versus Xbox was always, I'm a weeb, obviously, but like the fact that all the big, you know, headline Japanese games, you need a PlayStation for that. Or you need a PC, but like you really need a PlayStation. Like whereas Microsoft, again, it's like a title thing. It's like you can't really play the the good big Japanese games on an Xbox. All you got is like, I don't know, Bioshock and Halo. You know? Yeah. I mean, it is to a certain extent, like if you have more friends that have one, you're probably going to end up getting that. And if you are the kind of person that is just like, yeah, I mean, if you are more into event games, you're going to be buying a, a PS, a, a PlayStation. Like it's like, you're going to, because I, I don't know. Like, I think that like buy like on average over time uh like in the last half decade like so he's just been kicking everybody's ass as far as exclusive titles go yeah although like microsoft bought literally microsoft bought bethesda today like they they trying to they trying to get back in the game yeah, they, 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 they dropped drop like seven billion dollars <laughs> i mean yeah like you know here's hoping you can spend your way to the top yeah, yeah. But that to me, that's super different from like, you know, like Bethesda publishes games I'm into, like Evil Within and Prey. But that's still very different being like, oh, what are the exclusives going to be in the lifetime of this console versus like the stuff on launch day? Um, I don't know. I think with the launch titles, it's funny because like video game consoles aren't even static like that, right? Like when you, if you compare like the last game you played on the PlayStation 3 to the first game you played on the PlayStation 4, it's not, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like a huge jump. It's not like the day one of the new console is like a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is Ringer Writer, PS5 pre-orderer and probable purchaser of a Microsoft Series something, Ben Lindbergh. In retrospect, it seems silly that we all used to care about console wars as much as we did. Really, we were rooting for brands that were just trying to sell us stuff, but the rivalries were real. The current console wars are boring by comparison. Instead of throwing down and dissing each other, the big companies are politely pursuing separate strategies for selling us stuff. Meanwhile, mobile gaming, cloud gaming, and cross-platform play are making consoles seem archaic. Streaming is the future, and those huge hunks of plastic sitting next to our TVs are almost as endangered as disc drives. But part of me misses the days when Nintendo, Sega, and Sony had serious beef, and when Microsoft sending a subtweet about Sony screwing up pre-orders wasn't the spiciest that the console conflict got. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend 
So I was talking earlier, like rather clumsily, about like uh, Spider-Man, which was released in 2018. You wrote about it for the site. Um, I played it and have not gotten anywhere close to 100%ing it, which is good because like, you know, new headlines keep coming out every day saying that you can't transfer your PS4 progress to the PS5 remastered version when it comes out. Uh, on well, hold on, let's uh, love, rewind here. You hundred percent. You're one of those gamers. Who I am 100%, not. I am not all. I'm not always a person that hundred percent games. No, no, no. no. Like explain it was like to our but, audience what that okay, means. Okay, so hundred percenting a game means that you unlock everything in it, right? Like you just like you wander around, you complete all the side quests, you get all the hidden items. You do all the side stories and unlock all the different character skins and whatever. That's that's hundred percenting a game. I have always regarded people who I have literally games. never done it before. Okay, but I found swinging around like New York at dusk so relaxing that I was just like, whatever. I'm gonna play this game as long as I feel like. I didn't get anywhere close, you know. Because it got annoying. Because 100% in games is annoying. That means that you have to complete even the most annoying missions in the game. Like collecting, you know, uh, bio weapon spores at a certain, at, at like, you know, cell phone receiver tower height. Just because. Yes. Like, it's just like very annoying things that people put in there just so that you can't, like, because 100% of a game is supposed to be next to impossible because people are just like, why would you want to do this? It's annoying. Yes. That game, first, I mean, we could talk about Spider-Man for a second because that game, it still blows my mind how realistic it's, like, Manhattan is in that game. I remember playing that game when I was reviewing it. And at this one point, my girlfriend used to live on the Upper West Side, right? And I was like, damn, what if I what if I swung over to her apartment? I wonder if I recognize like the building. I swung over. It's the building. It's the, it's the building. <laughs> and this isn't like old school like Grand Theft Auto where it's like, oh, well, it's just like a flat painted, pixelated, you know, it's the building. They no, put it's the building the thing in is the that, game. Like, it is in the in the load like the loading times in the game are so good that it's not like you can see like in the middle distance that the building is smooth before you right before you arrive at it. Like it is clear, like in the distance and shaded correctly. It looks real. Like I could reach out and touch it with my actual hand. Like all the rodents that live at that building in real life live there in the game. It's crazy. It's crazy, dog. It's crispy. It's crispy. Like, no, but seriously, like it's like, it is such a good looking game. Like also God of War, which I've reviewed for the site is an amazing looking game and like God of Roar Ragnarok, which is also supposed to be coming out. I don't think on launch day, I think it's supposed to be coming out later in the holiday season. Um, looks great, but that's also going to be a cross gen game. It's like, there's, I think that, well, the thing that we've kind of been circling for a while is that often launch day shenanigans come down to choosing between like, yo, are you going to get this, new game console that has, you know, the same games that are, that have souped up graphics of the last gen console that you already have, 
plus some like, you know, kind of fair to middling average games that look really nice that you'll forget about almost instantly after you buy them. See, why are you painting games before you even play it? Now you just be a disrespect. I'm not like listen. Do you people. remember? Hey, have you played like have you played uh Infamous recently? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh second, what is it? Infamous Second Son? No, that is was that like the that was uh that that's too recent. It was a uh, um it was a maybe it was the second game that came out with the PS4. That was a launch day title, right? Like it was but like seriously, you're 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 trying to make it sound like I'm taking shots, but like that is like launch day games. Yeah, totally. For the I, most I, I, I'm part. with you. I'm with you. Wave Race 64. Our cheeks. Ask me yeah, about they're it. They're cheeks. They're cheeks. Like, I mean, like, there's like, and there's no reason really beyond like having the PS5 whenever developers figure out their shit with the gaming's, I mean, like with the video game console's uh, new graphics engine. Like, because. The last gen one has been optimized at the time that the new one comes out. Yeah, because like when you compare like Spider Man, right? That that PS4 game, you you're not comparing that game to anything that came out in the first twelve months of oh, the PS4's no. existence. Like the game no. looks three times. Literally, better. if you were comparing Infamous to to Spider-Man. If we were just talking even about the way that concrete crumbles in the game, like the physics of that or um, like interactability of like inanimate objects in the surrounding world, which I think was a new thing that they were adding to Infamous that year, like the second year. Like you could interact with stuff that you knocked over or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Is way better in Spider-Man than it ever was. Like at the be- in 2014, Yes. You know, when that game came out. And yet, even though you sort of, on one level, you have this technical peak that happens at the end of a console generation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, something like Spider-Man is a good sort of articulation of that, right? Just sort of the most beautiful shit you've ever seen. And it's coming out toward the end of a console's lifespan. That's happening, though, at the same time that everybody's like, ah, fucking put the PS4 in storage. Let's get out of here. We're going to PlayStation 5. Get in, bitches. You know what we I mean? Golf, it's like, yeah, we golfing on the moon, bitch. Like, it's, it's, there's, like, there's, <laughs> like, it's not even, it makes no sense. Like, I know that I was not really, like, the things that I texted you about from the PlayStation 5 showcase were... Uh, Death Loop, you looks know, fire. which which looks fire, and is that a PS Five exclusive? I think so. You might okay, be wrong. So Who cares? That, this I, is I not, think you know, I think we it have is. license to be wrong in this podcast. Sure, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of wild stuff happening in there that looks like it couldn't happen with like a lot of processors. Um, yeah. And then Little Devil Within, which is you know also going to be on the PS Four. And I, I mean, like, I guess, like, the Miles Morales game, which is also going to be on the PS4. I like, it's just, I don't really, I didn't see anything that was just kind of like, I need this yesterday. Yeah, totally, totally. I feel so bad because I just have my, my PS4 isn't even on the desk, it's under the desk, it's at the foot of the desk. It's just, it's <laughs> dust, probably. I play Street Fighter on it. I play Street Fighter 5 on my PS4 and that's it. And meanwhile, I, but I should know better. Like, that's the whole phenomenon of this, right? Like, I'm so tripping over myself 
to get a PlayStation 5. Meanwhile, I'm old enough to remember the launch Nintendo 64. And you know, apart from playing Super Mario 64, great game, legendary game, apart from that, like if you had a launch Nintendo 64, you you otherwise just spent hours playing Wave Race. That's all you had. It's like you you did all, you put your mom through all, you put Santa Claus through all that, oh, and you were sitting around doing laps in Wave Race yeah. sixty four and Pilot Wings. You spat Wave Race out like <laughs> disgusting <laughs> Wave Race. Yeah, but the thing is that like I, hmm, my PS four is like I my PS four. Is in action actually. I every now and again I just turn my PS4 and I boot up Ghost of Tsushima and I I hop on my trusty horse Kage and then we ride to uh, we we ride to the nearest prefecture and find like you know a little rock little rock uh, jetty you know going out into the sea sitting next to a tree, and then I sit down and I literally write a haiku for a headband. And then I continue on the road and I kill an entire camp full of Mongol invaders. It's like very, like, it's it's good. That's 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 what 100% of the game is for me. It's like mindless. I just need to turn it on when I need to relax occasionally in the, in the afternoon. With that said, you need to cherish your PS4 while you still have it. Because you're not going to find that serenity looking for a PS5. You will find only <laughs> despair you will find only the soreness of comparison to the plight and successes of others. <laughs> Every time you see somebody screenshot their receipt, you will be filled with nothing but dread and envy and hatred. Seriously, though, like send a link wow, to soundonlypod so... at gmail.com if y'all see anything. If y'all see any backdoor stuff like the Amazon, we're trying to get the... We're, to, we ha, we're reviewers. We have to review stuff. Yeah, this we have important. to review. This is, this is a this journal. Is, this is a critical endeavor. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is about the content. We are doing a service. That's my excuse. But... We are talking about a fucking $500 game console. Like, I, there's something about the fact that all this is happening in a pandemic is like the unemployment rate. If it, we're in like a Marvin Gaye song about how it's bad the honestly, world is. There is <laughs> Marvin Gaye song about how bad the world is would be panned by me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the ringer.com yeah. for stating the obvious. <laughs> That's how bad things are right now. So, I mean, like, and, and honestly, November twelfth is more or less as far as is 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 the furthest flung future that I can envision at this moment. So it feels ridiculous that we've been talking about a five hundred dollar game console for this long. But you know, I want it, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's like normally I'm so used to it too. It's like when you're a kid, you sort of it doesn't really matter what the exact date is because you really gotta wait for Christmas because your parents are just gonna be like, "This is your Christmas present. You gonna wait." Exactly. This is like it's happening before Thanksgiving. It's happening right after the election. Yeah, it's you like, got a Supreme I, Court nomination. Like God, I'm gonna need like on November twelfth. Whew, I'm, I'm gonna need a PlayStation. Mm, seriously. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's it's that thing too, man. It's like now more than ever, right? It's sort of. <laughs> I know it's not full on lockdowns anymore, but you know, people stuck inside a lot more frequently than they used to be these days. Um, I think that's it. I think that's my desperation right there is like, I, I just know a PlayStation 5. I know a PlayStation of some sort, one through five. 
I, I know I'm going to need one. I can feel it. The need <laughs> pulses through me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's... Please, you know? Just just sort your, just sort your stuff out. Like, I mean, Telfar did. Just do what they did. It's a, it's a clothing brand that's been around for, like, two decades or so. And they were just like, oh, we have a... This this versatile bag, this versatile monogram leather bag that everybody loves and it sells out instantly every time we put it on the website. How about, this is crazy, man. Watch how deep this is. How about we just take orders for one day for 24 hours and then we will deliver you your bag no later than January 2021. Why couldn't Sony, no. a multi-billion dollar corporation, just do the same thing? You could imagine 100 years from now, like, a quasi samurai flick about the delivery man, like one of the delivery men who has to then deliver those. Or that's mm, I like that concept. I would happily well, like sell me a PlayStation and be like, listen, you'll get it a month after the fact. Just let me pre-order it. <laughs> I'm gonna stop yelling. This is sound only. Well, you know what? This has been great. I'm mad all over again. I'm still. I'm literally. I have a link open in front of me at Amazon. They're still not updating it. They said they're gonna email. I'm sick of this shit. Sound only. You'll hear from us next week. It's been great talking about PlayStation 5, as you can tell. We're feeling great, joyful, gamer energy just Marful, coursing through us. Bubbly. Positivity, optimism. I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Micah Peter. See y'all next week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.